Hi, and welcome to Mashiach's Ladder, a project of Orpini. This is Saratova Beth. Today's Shir is the Mishnah Eliyahu ben Gedalia. And it is Lag Ba'iner. And all of a sudden, you can hear the sounds of outside, all of a sudden we have been privy to Yishmei Bracha, Reign of Bracha on Lag Ba'iner. And the reason I'm happily giving this Shir is because I'm inside and it's outside. So, we're trying to figure out what Haid Sheba Haid could possibly be and what, it's, what we're being empowered to do today and how that's connected to the reign of bracha, reign of blessing, and how everything folds together. Because Haid Sheba Haid, we could say it's Haida Sheba Haida, gratitude within gratitude, reign is connected to gratitude, reign, that is a, a bracha from above that saturates the ground, makes everything grow so that we can eat, we can eat, we can live, we can be happy. So it's really, it's it's the source of our need to express gratitude and to ask for more. And we said, acknowledging the truth. Today is the day when the truth is most explicit. And in a, in a way of truth, in a, in, uh, and an, uh, an energy of truth. There are two sukkim that are connected to lag ba'ena. Lag, gal. Lag, gal. One is gal ena, the beating the flesh uncover my eyes, so that I may gaze upon the wonders of your tyrant. And the other one is, eva gal hazeh. It refers to a heap of stones, that was established as a mechitza between Lavan and Yaakov to say, we cannot go to each other's side. This is a heap of stones, this is a mechitza that divides your part from my part. And really, of course, spiritually it means a division that God put in the world, as it says in Ashpi, Ashpi referred to this, I made a mechitza and then I healed it. I separated two things. Imagine if you walk into a, a hall, um, uh, a simple hall with one big room and you want to we've actually had simple in the in places where they didn't really have an official kitchen they would have had to capture the kitchen so what did they do it was just one big room so they took all these mechitas and they they put, partitioned off a part of this hall and they made the kitchen in this part of the hall so you had now a dancing eating area and a kitchen area What's the point of that? So that the kitchen should be able to be really kitchen, and the dancing should be able to be really dance dancing. You don't really feel like looking at how they're preparing the food when you're eating it, and vice versa. And you don't want all the people staring at you when you're preparing the food. So, the, so if you rope it off, the kitchen gets to be really kitcheny, and the dancing area gets to be really dancing. And then at some point. And then at some point, it starts to be counterproductive. It's a really good thing. Now we have enough time and enough privacy to work on, to to cook up all the food. But at some point, it starts to be counterproductive. What's the counterproductive part? Well, we roped our fish part, and now we have this kitchen area. And the people on the other side who are dancing, they're really happy. And the people in the kitchen area, it's very hot. There's no air conditioning in the in this hall. So they're just really disgruntled. They're just in nasty mood and say, oh, we need another serving of um, 
you know, we need to put up some more chicken in there. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Tell them we don't have any more. But, Excuse me, they're paying us good money. We need to we need to put out more chicken. Oh, no, no, just tell them they don't have any more. Why? Because the people in the kitchen are being so kitcheny. <laughs> they're just in a bad mood. And so somebody comes along with the idea and says, hey, I've got this great idea. You guys are not happy campers. The people on the other side who are dancing, they're very happy campers. What if we take away the masuta so that the simcha from the dancing part spills into the kitchen part? And then you'll happily be making more chicken and serving it to those people. We could see that that could work. It's a plus and minus. So this is kind of very uh, Balabatish way of bringing out the idea of what Lazbaim is all about and what Haid Shabbat could be all about. Because this Mephita was established by God between upper world and lower world, between, if you want a fancy Hasidic language, two Mephitas, from Asilis up to Arain Saif, okay, and from, and below Asilis down to Bia. Okay, fancy language. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. And both those machitas were put there for a reason, and the kitchen idea, and eventually, and they were, it was done as a gal, as a heap of stones, not a cement wall. So the heap of stones, eventually you just pull the stones, you just, you know, one person takes it with his hand, he can pull the whole heap of stones down, which you can't do with the cement wall, and you just dismantle it. Because it's a machita that's put up, temporarily for the purpose of eventually coming down. The wall comes tumbling down, and so it should, at the right time, after it's done its job. Or in the case of the Simpha Hall, we did the kitchen, we made that separate kitchen, and before we leave the hall and return it to the owners, we move the pieces back, and now it's one big room again. The wall comes tumbling down. This is what Lagvain is all about. And it, it says that, that the giving of the Tyra is at Martin Tyra, at Shmuel's time, but the giving of Sneetness of Tyra is Lagvain. The beginning, so the external Tyra given, was given Shavuot's time, and the internal Tyra was then given began to be given on Lagvain. And then, of course, you come to your Tisrei, Many centuries later, later, the deep, the even deeper of that. So, what does this have to do with the other person? What does this have to do with me? And how am I being empowered today? I guess maybe I'm being empowered to uh, make a chicken in my living room, or <laughs> maybe something a little loftier. So today is the day that the walls come tumbling down. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai came along into the world to almost single-handedly put his hand on that mesita between the upper world and the lower world and start to dismantle it, which effectively in everyday life would mean that the deepest secrets of Tyra that were hidden so you couldn't see them for a reason started to be revealed for a reason. If you want to figure out the reason, go back and listen to what I said about the kitchen. And <laughs> there comes a time when separating off and concealing the hidden secrets of Tyra has done its job. 
Now it's time to reveal them. That's what God's writing is all about. Who does it? God does it. And what about me? I can just go to the parade, right? Or I can just sit around the bonfire. I don't have anything to do, right? But that's the other puzzle. Uncover my eyes, and I will gaze upon the wonders of your tyrant. Which effectively is me saying, Oh, Hashem, I am so blocked. I am so... <laughs> I don't know. I don't see anything. Pizza, not the pizza, spiritual secrets, life, art. I don't know. I don't really see anything. I don't really feel very sensitive to this. You know, somebody said that um, as, uh, a child who's, um, let's just say, not exactly uh, with the program religiously. But the interesting thing is, and usually when one is not with the program, one is usually a very sensitive soul, to figure out that irony. said, he's been crying all day. So we told her, because he feels the longing for godliness that he is not aware of. He's probably going to blame it on, you know, he doesn't have a good enough income or something. But probably feeling the chukka for eloquence, the longing for God, because the light is being revealed in such a powerful way today. It's beyond, beyond. Look at the bonfire. It's magnanimous. It's just a... a gives us a bodily feeling for what the light could be all about. It's not physical light that's coming down, it's spiritual light, but it's encased in that fire. So I'm saying today, we're saying today, please God uncover my eyes. Because the secrets that you want to reveal, if you reveal them, and my eyes are all blocked, it won't help much at all, will it? I'll be saying, what light? What light? I don't see any light. You know how we get in when we get into those moods of, um, you know, I ask for brachas and I ask for brachas and then the brachas start coming our way, but they're not the way we expect to see them, not in the regular wrapping paper. So we say, what brachas? Did you see any progress? I didn't see any progress. And we become disgruntled. <laughs> I didn't see any brachas. I asked for help from God. And God, did he help me? No, he didn't help me. Stand, standard kind of an approach. Some of us I say, wait a minute, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. God, could you uncover my eyes? I understand that you've got incredible wonders, deep, incredible, luminous secrets in your tail to light up the world with. If I'm not seeing them, could you uh, kind of do me a favor and um, you just, you know, I'm kind of busy. Can you just take off my sunglasses over here because I'm not seeing it because I want to see it? Because if I see it, then I get to be part of the process. It's not a whole lot of fun if I just sit around idly. You do the whole thing, God, and I just wake up one day and say, is it done? Oh, great. Okay, Michelle's here. I want to be part of the process. Of what? Removing the machista. So, Galenai, Gal, uncover my eyes. And Eid Hagal Hazeh, uncover my eyes so that I should be a part of taking this Masita down. I want it. I want the wall to come tumbling down through my hands. I want to dismantle it. When you're ready for it, call me. 
we dismantle spiritualwalls.com. Call me. Visit us at we dismantle spiritualwalls.com. <laughs> right? And then the drop down menu. Do you want, do you want, do you want the, the drop down menu would be, do you want the Lagbaimer version? The Yates Kislev version? You want the Lagbaimer version? You want the Yates Kislev version? Do you want the Shavuot version? You know, which of these versions do you want? You have the drop down menu on we dismantlespiritualwalls.com. So that's what it's about. So now let's finish off. Acknowledging the truth. I mean, what do you mean acknowledging? Hey, bro, what do you mean by acknowledging truth? You mean just saying it? No, I don't mean just saying it. You mean just hearing it? No, I don't mean just hearing it. I mean getting it. Really getting it. Seeing the truth. Unblocked eyes. Dismantling the, the mechitza, really seeing way inside, seeing that even the wrapping paper is not real wrapping paper, everything, seeing total unity. I don't know. In other words, when we get to the point where we say, I don't know, all I see is light, then we know we're standing in the core of Haisha All I see is, I look, I look out, all I see is Intense light. That's called a bonfire. That's also called Kleshiba Hayes. And of course, that leads us to incredible gratitude. Living in a space where we see the truth, we're grateful for the truth, we crave truth, we'll cry about the truth, we'll do anything we can to bring the world to a place of truth. In a way of humbleness, meaning I'm not getting in the way of this thing. There's truth, there's light and truth coming down. Get me out of the way. I don't want to block this. This is going to be fast and furious. Let's see it. So, here we find ourselves. In the, in the run, and the spiritual run, the physical run, maybe we can be transported, transported miraculously in the next hour over to the run, but maybe find ourselves from the run, spreading out the light to the entire world, to our personal run, personal fire, fire of God, the fire of Taya, in every Jew, in everyone, and everything, to every Jew, to everyone, to everything. Thank you to everybody. We find ourselves in the case of the Jewish Thank you.